What's the crack, Steve? How are you? Ah, not too bad, man. Jeez, how's your week? Good, good. Did you see the crack at the weekend? The two boys pissed off and did their own podcast. I know, fuck's sake. We, we finished up the show and I went to get a pint. And next thing I know, they're fucking recording a podcast without me. Oh, no. Oh, look who it is now coming in here, swanning in with your fancy new podcast. Hey, boys. The crack. Hey, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Not a care in the world, huh? What? What are you on about? Uh, uh, fucking butter wouldn't yeah. melt. Fucking cow bites the two of them, huh? If it's how the things go with you on the other night. <laughs> you mean your mother? Hey. <laughs> Just in case you two forgot, welcome to the alleged wrestling podcast presented by Two Bit Sports. You know, when we were all friends and all family, <laughs> till you fucked off and did your own OTT podcast. Hey, hey, Steve. Steve. Yeah. I'm still your friend, man. I'm still your friend, too. Got your back, bro. Let's have a festival of friendship. Yes. It's, it's the two Steves. The Steves. <laughs> It'll have a Steve in. So, uh, I'm here with my friend Steve and also Gordo and Nicky. Fucking <laughs> 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 That's the crack, boys. How are you? Ah, not bad, not bad. They hung over, but grand. Yeah. What do you think of our new insanely angry intro music? Love it. Love uh, it. As my boy Mojo Raleigh would say once upon a time, get hyped. Get hyped. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, we'll go quickly through the news and we'll get to uh, Roy Strowman in a, in a second uh, we've EC3 and Lashley and I think somebody else have left Impact so I assume at least EC3 will appear at the Rumble or around that kind of area like, Gordo you're yeah, our Impact be... Wrestling uh, expert yeah so they both finished up there at their tapings last week the third person you're thinking of that finished up was Laurel Van Ness so not sure if she's going to be WWE bound. Mm. I'd imagine she would be, to be fair. Uh, she's come on leaps and bounds and tough enough. So I wouldn't be surprised if she gets signed eventually anyway. Um, EC3 was also spotted down at the Performance Center apparently yesterday. So throw more weight behind that. To be honest, Lashley, I couldn't give less of a fuck about him. Um, and he didn't, he didn't end on good terms when he left either. So definitely. No, and as far as I know, I think he's still tied into that deal with Bellator as well. So I don't know how the hell that would work. Yeah, apparently the lads over in Cultaholic were saying that Lashley's contract doesn't officially end until after the Rumble anyway, even though he's been granted a release. So there's contractual obligations there which would hinder him part being part of the Rumble, whereas DC3 is fully cleared. Yeah, and I think Dave Meltzer was saying on the uh, newsletter that EC3 is definitely WWE bound. So. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's money. Yeah, he fits the mold of a WWE guy. When Vince sees this guy, he's going to lose himself. Well, he did see his guy. He was, he was there before. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now look at him. People know who he is now. Well, to, to be fair, he's probably twice the size he is. He was back when he was uh, Bateman. He must be using that same Doctor Roman was using. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder whether he used allegedly. Allegedly, he used the EC3 name. He owns yeah, the definitely. rights to it. He owns the rights to it. 
Okay. Even though the gimmick is that he was Dixie's nephew or whatever it was. Did you see she tweeted out actually congratulating her nephew on what was a great career in the company <laughs> all this stuff. He is not dead as long as Dixie Carter uh, but, uh, Bring back uh, Dixie. Ten years so, time he's still gonna be getting invites to Carter family faking out <laughs> with the wonderful lobster bisque. <laughs> People we do know who have signed up and are, are currently at the PC. We have Ricochet, War Machine, Candice LeRae all signed up this week. That's a hell of a week of talent coming in there. Oh, yes. All former OTT alumni also. Mm. Yes, boy. But no, I'm really uh, happy with this. I'm really happy because I, I think it depends on what they do. I really What they do at Ricochet is going to be very interesting. Where they put him is going to tell a lot about what like, they had plans they have going forward. Did you see the thing that uh, Chuck Taylor did for his uh, final match? He was <laughs> yeah. like, 205 Live, you piece of shit. <laughs> Such a dick in real life. <laughs> <laughs> did you see uh, Peter Rosenberg's fallout with the IWC this week? Yeah. The war Machine. What the fuck? What? That guy hosts one of the biggest what? wrestling podcasts in the world and he works for WWE. Yeah. And he thought War Machine was a guy. So oh, he did, he, he said me. that you know your man the MMA guy that beat up a porn star or something yeah, and nearly yeah. killed her. War Machine was his name. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So he was like, maybe I should change his name because of what happened to I can't think of the girl's name, uh, but this guy was locked up or whatever. He went on the run. But this guy should change his name, and the replies are amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to check out Cheap Heat after this, actually. I have it downloaded to see the fallout from this, the hashtag with a life movement. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it seems like that based on the way they tweet, they announced the three different signings, it seems like Candace is probably going main roster straight away because the yeah. WWE page or uh, the ones that announced Candace's, whereas the NXT pages were the first ones to announce the other two. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of a shame. I'd, I'd like to think she'd be involved with Johnny Gargano for maybe just the title match or whatever, and then she could go up. But I assume she's just going to appear at the Rumble, and that's it. She's yeah, ready she, to go. No she could. She could, be, she could literally be there the night before at the at the or at the takeover, and then go to be appear at the Rumble as well. Covers both. Yeah, sure. Picture she'll be at the ringside, you know, doing the whole cutesy wife thing in the crowd. Johnny Gargano has his fight. Tommaso Ciampa comes out and beats the living shit out of him. And you have her front row looking all scared and horrified that her, her bae, her husband, got beat up. Right itself. See, if this if this was your idea for the main roster, I go, you're crazy. That makes way too much sense. But on NXT, <laughs> this might actually happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I so, definitely uh, think Ro- debuting in the, the Women's Rumble and then probably to SmackDown after that. Yeah. yeah. No point sense. hanging around. Get her straight up. No one's yeah. Sma- hanging around. SmackDown needs faces badly. So it makes sense. Big time. Yeah. She ain't going to be heel. Uh, Roman Reigns is involved in a steroid ring or a allegedly. steroid squared circle, as I like to call it. <laughs> Way. Allegedly. Way. Allegedly. Way. Um, allegedly. I doubt any of this is totally true, but no. the thing is, I was saying to you the other day at work, Steve, um, they may name Wal- Mark Wahlberg and Josh Dumal, the guy from Transformers and Call of Duty World War Two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's their big, pe- their big names. Why the hell would you name these people if you're not totally sure they're involved? <laughs> I don't get it. Mm. Smoke without fire. Mm. So if they're if Hopefully they is accusing true. them, then there, there's possibly something there. Thing is, though, will they oh, give the a main... shit at this point? I, I mean, after yeah. after they just ignored all of Lesnar's ones when that happened yeah. to him, like 
Different uh, times. Gets suspended into 60-day suspension. Yeah, straight so to. Does that mean he misses WrestleMania or just before WrestleMania he'll be back? No day time it right, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they keep that suspension until after WrestleMania. Yeah. If at uh, all, did... allegedly. Allegedly. Let's say allegedly a lot this time. <laughs> <laughs> did any of you manage to catch the mixed match multiverse this week? I did I, because I actually have a review written because they go up later tonight, so it'll probably be up by the time this goes live. But you're not in America. How did you see this? It went up in the network last night, Fitz. Despite the fact I had the review written since Wednesday, it went up in the network <laughs> last night. <laughs> so the mixed match Facebook challenge, if only you're in America. Unless then you have to wait two days to see it in the rest of the world. It hmm. got, um, Fightful had reported that it got 1 million views on Facebook. Not live. The live peak was 135,000 people. Hmm. But uh, some of these That's shows, impressive. it is impressive for wrestling, yeah. we'll say, but some of the shows that they've trialed before have done upwards of 30 million views. Keep in mind, Facebook, though, that was just America. Yeah. So you yeah. just had all the Indians and all the Europeans that would normally be checking out all of the YouTube videos. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a bit of a difference. And it's a very niche market, to be fair, wrestling like. So. Mm. I think that's no, I, serious. I, I think it's really impressive. I didn't think they'd get any more close to that. Yeah. So that's good. Indeed. But did you see the biggest news item of the day? Go on. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jimmy Fallon doing the. Oh, what's it called? The Moana. Lip sync battle with the New Day. Oh my God. Seeing Trips doing a Moana song. <laughs> I literally laughed out loud in work where people had to look at me and say are you okay <laughs> <laughs> just just check it out it's it's hilarious so that'll do it for the news roundup and we'll move straight into raw is strawman <laughs> so we'll talk about raw um this is something that i mentioned in my booking which nikki's going to do his booking later on for wrestlemania or the road to wrestlemania uh, Strowman was going to cause absolute mayhem at some point to get some, whatever he wanted, and it's finally happening. So I'm trying to look back on the, the, the script I had for that and see what else they're going to do, because everything I say is coming to life. <laughs> so the opening has Kurt firing Braun Strowman. Uh, crowd goes insane. They weren't happy with that. You have the security escort. Um that was the thing, only thing that was like, what's going on? Why isn't he killing everyone? But obviously that was to come. Um, so security escort him the whole way out. And then the biggest guy in the security crew goes, uh, Braun, you've got to leave. You've got to leave. And he's not, he's not, uh, he's not having any of it. And he goes, I'm not leaving. Uh, sorry, no, he didn't say I'm not leaving. He touched him. Your man grabbed him on the shoulder. Uh, Braun looked around and then sweet, sweet murder. <laughs> he just talked these guys out. He threw one guy about 15 feet, JR style. He must be 40 <laughs> feet in the air over a barrier and threw a table. Oh, uh, beat all these guys up and he's using the line. It's going to have to be his catchphrase now. I'm not leaving until everybody gets these hands. <laughs> <laughs> ah, these hands. He oh, has a new t-shirt. t-shirt for yeah, it's a t-shirt that says these hands on it. Yeah. Yes. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> but after this, um, Gordo's favorite commentator, I thought was fantastic here. Um, he's like, it comes back and, you know, Strowman had killed everyone. He told them they're all going to get these hands. And Booker is panicking. He's like, 
you can't fire Braun Strowman in the middle of the ring here, man. You got to send him an email or a fax. Don't do it on live TV. <laughs> Corey's like, well, somebody needs to do something, <laughs> Booker. Somebody needs to call the police right now. Uh, I, I love how Booker still thinks fax is a legit form of uh, contact also. Some hotels still do as well, to be fair, eh, just Booker? And, and uh, Manchester United famously uh, lost uh, out on 90 million quid for David De Gea because the fax machine didn't work. <laughs> Allegedly. Million amount of quid. Allegedly, uh, yeah. That's a, that's a huge amount. <laughs> um, but so far, Raw is off to uh, a world-class start, I think. Um, Braun, you then go, I think they went to commercial break or whatever. You come back and Braun is wandering the hallway and he finds Kurt's office and destroys it. And once again, the lamp. This happened when Kane destroyed Bri- uh, Daniel Bryan in the office. We have the shot of the lamp again. Won't somebody <laughs> please think of the lamp? So I, love lamp. I love lamp. I love lamp. Through the TV, he everything. I can't remember everything he did, but basically there was an office, and now there is a smoking crater. After <laughs> <laughs> uh, he then gets to catering. I think they did another break or another cut to Booker being really upset about it all. Um goes to catering and the guy everyone's there eating away and I'm thinking why hasn't the building been evacuated yet <laughs> like why aren't the people screaming <laughs> this is probably the best bit of the whole thing uh, guy comes running in a stagehand or whatever Braun's coming you gotta get out of here uh, he flips tables assaults Kurt Hawkins uh, you see the famous cake guy who's now a meme uh, he's frozen <laughs> with fear even before that he's either the best actor ever or an atrocious actor whose whose whole direction was just stand there don't react to anything and <laughs> um, the guy is frozen with fear stroma comes up to him and he just looks at the cake takes a fistful of it and walks off <laughs> uh, this is something i wanted to bring up braun has amazing comedic timing he gets his character he this is a guy who gets his character there aren't many people like that on the roster at the moment that haven't been allowed to get their character but uh, Strowman just nails it. He knows he's Braun Strowman, yeah. and he knows how to play Braun Strowman. It's not an accident. Yeah, happens too often to be an accident. Oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. good. Uh, I have a theory that he's like a T Rex. He'll wander around going crazy, but if you're standing perfectly still, he won't see you, and you preferably <laughs> you should be holding cake. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, cake solves most problems. Yes, it does. It does. It, Even it really uh, as Angle described him, a wild elephant walking around the place. <laughs> uh, I love the cake. <laughs> so Braun took his rage out on some hallway pipes uh, later on. Another break, I assume. Um, this is that was great. I didn't notice the breaks going past because I was just going on Twitter. And, oh my god, this is incredible! Uh, he throws. But the a show skip. was still going on while this was happening. Yeah, like, there was an, an odd match on and everything. So like, yeah. show literally continued. <laughs> what's this a storyline playing through the whole show what is this man well, the, the first hour of the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so we see kurt in the office freaking out calling braun a wild elephant and then one of the ref with john cohen i think yeah. comes in pretending to like really obviously pretending to be out of breath it's like um he told him that told kurt that braun's on the way to the tv truck and it's like oh my god there were 12 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> it was like a scene from Airplane or something, the way he played it <laughs> off. Um, and then Strowman muttering to himself when he finds the TV truck, TV truck, I might go in this TV truck and smash everyone inside of it, take the whole show off the air. <laughs> He's just walking past the camera, not talking to anyone. Um, walks inside, we see everyone inside freaking out. 
looks at a button. What's this do? If I smash this right now, will it shut all these monitors off? Well, he's just being peak Braun Strowman here. I didn't think we saw Kevin Dunn. I think, Steve, did you oh, say no. he, was, he was there? He was, we there. Saw he was there. Yeah. How could you miss his big teeth? <laughs> I was looking for him. I must, I, I, look, I, it won't take much persuasion for me to watch it back again, so I'll go back and watch it. <laughs> if it helps, he's a lot grayer than the last time you saw him, probably. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, he can't walk through the door because he's so big. He actually bounces off the frame and then punches the frame off the door and gives it off to it. Stupid <laughs> frame. <laughs> Then he noticed all the tiny people around him and how it wasn't a fair fight, even though there was 407 of them. And he's just like, <laughs> run, I'm shutting everything down. <laughs> so the guys all panic. Braun leaves. And they're like, oh, he's still on the air. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But Braun gets outside and he dislocates the the car. What did they call it? The I don't know what they described cabin. it as. The tractor, tractor. or something. Yeah. Thank you, what it is. The truck cabin thingy, whatever. Pull that off the TV truck. And he goes to lift it up. But Kurt shows up and says he's called the cops. He tells him to run. Um, Braun comes right back though and then flip, flips the truck and just screams in Kurt Angle's face like does his Braun roar then he appears on the stage it's not over Braun gets on the stage <clears throat> he's still not sure what he's going to do but he sees the commentary table and I don't know if you saw Booker T actually shouldering Michael Cole yeah, <laughs> <he did. laughs> was that like they really didn't play that off Like, no. that was weird maybe next um, week maybe they'll play yeah, that yeah, next yeah. week so they get Michael Cole, or he gets Michael Cole and he throws him. Before this, Kurt had a phone call from Stephanie McMahon to say he's back in, the match is back on and he's not fired anymore. And he goes, yeah, and he screams and everyone's happy. But then he picks up Michael Cole and throws him into all the indie guys that are dressed up as security guards. And scene. Yeah. Someone else talk about it. <laughs> I, I'll go with what I said in the review. It's the best first hour of Raw I can remember. Agreed. Yeah. Total agreed. Definitely. No, it was just it's Braun being Braun. It's what that's what he needs to be, is just absolutely destroy everything and anything until he gets what he wants. Yep. So does this feed into our the theory I had about how Kurt and Braun have an understanding? <laughs> See, Braun didn't get what he wanted, so he broke shit up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't ask for much, he just wants to beat people up. <laughs> Let him beat people uh, up and he's fine. That's it. Happy out. Uh, the... I love the part at the start where he's like, this is Monday Night Raw. We settle things in the ring. Not with a grappling hook. <laughs> <laughs> what a quote. <laughs> uh, the only part about this I didn't like is like, they could have at least had at least one fake button in the production truck for him to break. So he could have broken something. Because he just wandered around the truck doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some papers around is all he did. Like. Yeah, could they not have had a prop? TV truck or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Well, that'd be expensive, but at least one of the monitors in there not be a real monitor and just <laughs> yeah, yeah, let yeah. him break that. So it's official. We have Braun Strowman is, is the new, what could be a replacement for a Stone Cold Steve Austin type character that everyone loves that just does off the wall shit. Uh, can't predict anything from week to week. He's fantastic. Put the belt on him. Yeah. Needs It'll to happen. Gone. WrestleMania, like I predicted, <laughs> or a Rumble, like I predicted. No, or, no. Fight, tune in later to find out what I predicted. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. Proud of Bosky. So, anything else to add on that, Steve, or we move on? No, what's been said has been said. It's uh, we've been longing for a character like this for a long, long time. Uh, and I just can't wait to see how they fuck it up in the next few months. Yeah, that's the worry.
So, the Revival are getting buried next week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. How they many called out the legends and uh, they call themselves professional wrestlers as well, which I thought was great. I imagine Vince well, is uh, not could, too happy with that. You could look at the flip side of it. You could actually have them beat up some of the older guys. I, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon they'll beat someone, and Good then joke, everyone Steve. else is going to come out and defend that someone. The question is, who were the someone they beat up? Has to be people that can still go. Uh, I don't know. I, I like the, the the thought that they might actually be pushing the revival here. <laughs> I know, like I, I know what I, I I know how it sounds. Yes, I know. <laughs> And uh, no, I am not on any sort of illegal substances right now. Well, this Alleg- policy. Yeah, yes. Roman. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, but no, I, I, I don't know. I'm holding out a, a glimmer of hope that the revival don't get buried next week and that this is somehow an angle for them to come out of it looking extremely strong and challenging for the titles going forward. <laughs> you, you could, I mean, you could have, you could have them like go up against like Too Cool and beat them. Uh, then have like the New Age Outlaws run out to try to have them with a couple of others, and the revival end up beating them all, everyone down. But I see it more likely they beat like too cool, and then all the old terms come out and beat the crap out of the revival. That's l- what the way I see it going next week. I see you... a super kick into a pedigree happening, and that's that's how it'll end. Mm. <laughs> I history has it's definitely so taught sad. us that. History, yeah. but like, why can't they do that to Rhino and Heath Slater? Like you it, don't dare the joke type thing. Yeah. It depends on what old timers come out. If it's okay. one of the big guys, they're not they're not getting their hand over them. If it's like, you know, jobber but good you know what's the word I'm looking for? Essentially like Godfather and someone else like Yeah, like uh oh, yeah, basically yeah. The people that are the ones that are there beloved but were never really that good. Yeah, nostalgic. Nostalgic is the word I was like. Why oh, can I not remember yeah. the word? <laughs> but yeah, you know the nostalgia so, factor, guys. They, they yeah, probably beat those. The more gimmicky guys. So I'll tell you how it will go. You're going to have the revival coming out saying they're the baddest motherfuckers on the planet, and that they're these ass kickers, and none of the old timers can stand up to them. Blah blah blah. The APA music hits. You have J- Ron Simmons and JBL come out and they tell them they should have more respect for legends. Basically, the, exactly what the Ascension thing was. Yeah. Then you'll have... Who else is there? You'll have NW... Or was NWO were going to be there? Na- oh, Nash isn't going to be there now. Yeah, no, X-Pac or whoever. Whoever else. The other ones will come out. Then DX will come out. God knows what other tag teams are going to be there. Are you saying Too Cool were there as well? I'm assuming. I don't oh, know what they are. It's just a guess. Oh, yeah, well... They're going to eat the worm. They're going to eat a super kick into a pedigree. They'll get the Bronco Buster. They'll get the Lariat. They'll get what was Ron Simmons' move called? The Dominator. The Dominator. All that shit's going to happen. And all the boys will pose at the end. It'll be a lovely, fluffy moment for everyone. <laughs> and you're going, well, that's the end of the revival then. <laughs> it's going to be a literal fuck the revival situation, which is terribly, terribly sad. Shame. But Shame. Vince going to Vince, lads. Vince going to Vince. Uh, An interesting choice of words on Raw uh, when Roman was going to face the Mizettes. What what are they actually called? The Mistrage. (laughs) (laughs) It was one on two, not two on one. Meaning that the one was the mountain to climb. And that was the focus of the whole sentence. Strange. But of course, Roman wins. Um, What else do we have? 
Oh, this part I liked because uh, Tom Phillips replaced Michael Cole. Actually, while we're on that, is this the right Cole off of next week? So Jerry the King and JR can call Raw. He was doing commentary on the Mixed Match Challenge today after. Uh, they, and they, <laughs> they said on commentary, uh, they're like, uh, oh, because uh, Corey was doing it, was Corey, Cole, and Beth Phoenix. And uh, Corey said to uh, Corey, he's like, how are you feeling after last night? He's like, we'll cover that next week. <laughs> Basically, he's like, they clearly don't have a plan yet. For fuck's sake. <laughs> they couldn't have had any of the 900 commentators. Anyone else but Michael Hall do it? He'll have an in ring thing, he'll have an in ring segment. They, he wants to open the show. They'll have King and JR there. I think I read somewhere Tom is going to be on it with them as well. Oh, oh fuck off. I think they're still doing three men boots. Three men boots. But yeah, they'll most likely be either the two of them or the two of them with Tom. But Cole will end up having some sort of in ring segment involving Angle and Strowman, basically, probably being upset over everything, and that'll feed into it. So he won't actually be on the commentary table, and then he'll be back the following week. I figured they'd have two separate commentary tables, one in Brooklyn and, uh, and yeah. one in one in Barclays and one in oh, the shit, Manhattan Centre. We need JR and them are calling the Manhattan Centre. Yeah. yeah. But I can't believe it, uh, what, I, what you've just told me, that Michael Cole was on TV essentially the next day. Yeah. For fuck's sake. That's There's how no helping them. Anyway, <laughs> Tom, that's how you sell the injury, yeah. <laughs> Tom Phillips uh, was, was covering for uh, Cole after he had been killed dead by Braun Strowman. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the commentators had to explain Matt Hardy to Tom. He sold it really well. It's the first time I've really liked Tom Phillips since he left NXT. He's like, what's going on? I don't recognize this Matt Hardy. Um, was, but Booker T at the end when, uh, when he was like, it's over. <laughs> it's, was it? It's over. He's like, I like the way he say that. <laughs> well, I, I like you. that. I like the way he say that. <laughs> it was a vintage, excellent night for Booker T. I couldn't fault him at all on this not this night, but um, or this raw. Uh, we'll get to the main event thing. So I want to talk once again about the VAR situation with the referees. <laughs> the whole storyline is just a joke at this stage. So it was a shady finish with Balor and Rollins. So Tom says that, the, what was it, uh, Balor had a four count on Rollins, but the referee didn't count the three or whatever the hell it was. Uh, the referee's yeah. de- decision is final here in WWE. SmackDown Live announcer Tom Phillips. I agree. SmackDown Live announcer Corey Graves. <laughs> <laughs> the situation where they have video referees on SmackDown, but not on Raw. Now it's canon, lads. They're SmackDown. <laughs> the, the referee's decision is final. Now what? What happened to that other storyline that caused... Uh, so to quote Chad Gable, what was that other ref doing in the match? <laughs> I think Why it's all of work. <laughs> I, I, legitimately, uh, I legitimately have a sneaking suspicion that they're changing up how officiating is actually happening within WWE and that they're going to have some form of outside referee supervisor slash VAR. They've they've had so many instances of referees not making the final decision, instant refs coming out to the match, overturns, commentary fucking pieces where referees' decision is final here. You know, there's just been so many in such a short period of time. Bring this for something. Ever since they did that thing with the, with the video referee thing here, the guy running down to show the replay, they've had a referee thing every show since yeah. then. Yeah. With a controversial finish. Yeah. Yep. Like and the commentators are pushing it. They're not hiding it. Yep. I think it, it was one of the shows 
I can't remember if it was 205 Live or NXT because Nigel McGuinness said it this week on one of the shows I watched where he said, this is the type of situation where we need a video ref. I knew it was on one of them. I couldn't remember which. But yeah, it's like, uh, I, it's, like, I, I lolled. <laughs> it's, it's a mess. Yeah. It's an absolute mess as usual. They probably had one good idea and it couldn't fucking help themselves. <laughs> Let's do this every week and change the rules every week. It's just so stupid. But I agree, yeah, there must be something coming where some big situation will happen and then we have precedent and ah, fuck off. That's my theory. <laughs> or it could even be some sort of new stipulation on a match or some form of, of shady fucking shit duggery. Mm. I don't know what the fuck. Maybe what? the revival face too cool on Raw 25 or, and there's a dodgy referee situation where Shawn Michaels comes in and fast counts the revival and that's how they beat them. <laughs> <laughs> the referee's in the final. But he's not a licensed official, you know? My thoughts, what if they went down the road of having it be a dodgy finish in the two-on-one title match at the Rumble? Hmm. And then that could be a case of having KO and Sammy win due to something kind of shady. Then that leads into, because apparently they're going to be doing either a four-way or a five-way match or whatever their pay-per-view is between them and Mania. Fastlane. Or Fastlane. Can never remember the bloody name of it. But uh, yeah, there's rumors they're going to be doing a four or five-way at that. So what if it's a dodgy referee decision that sets up that leads into that somehow? Mm. Something's definitely coming. Something's yeah, definitely. essentially that could be the straw to break the camel's back, basically. Yeah. Speaking of things getting broken, um, not Matt Hardy, the curb stomp is back. And Yay. Seth Rollins nailed that one in, kind of left Balor with a big welt on his face. It was actually, yeah. was he a bit shook, kind of, or was he just selling it really well? He was just like, eyes glazed over. What the fuck just happened there? He was selling like a champ. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Because yeah. even I, all the years I was looking at it going, he's a bit fucked up. I think he got a bit <laughs> knocked in the head there. Because just the way he sold it with his eyes is brilliant. No, the <laughs> fact that they kept the cameras on him that long means they knew yeah. he was going to be doing that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, even was... with no... I didn't like that, though. Yeah, there should have been music playing. The ending of Raw was really anticlimactic, though. Was it just sort of hung around after yeah. the overrun? Yeah. It wasn't like they had to fill time <laughs> to get to 11 p.m. or whatever it is in the States. Yeah. We're just waiting around. We're like, what the fuck is going on here? So I was thinking that's how we should end this segment. Just like three minutes of silence. And people talking about referees' decisions being final. <laughs> we nearly did that anyway. <laughs> Um, anything else of note anyone wanted to talk about from Raw this week? Uh, no. I think of it. Not, not off the top of my head. I, 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 um, Enzo trying to compare his abs to Tony Nieces was good. I was like, <laughs> I can't do that, bro. I can't do that. <laughs> um, really else. Goldust is in the 205 Live division now. Pretty much. Yeah. on 205 yeah. Live this week. He had a match this week on 205 Live. Uh, it was him versus a three on one handicap match. Uh, him versus the other three members of the Zoe train that weren't Enzo. Goldust won, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Gotta get that whippersnapper a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing else. Uh, the first hour was amazing, and then it just completely trailed off, as to be to be expected. But that yeah. was a hell of, that 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 could be on uh, raw top moments next week, <laughs> like Bronze Roman's first it hour. Probably right? will be. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It just reminded me of an old Stone Cold episode where Stone Cold <laughs> was the focus of the show. I even called it a Stone Cold episode, where he's just causing fucking mayhem backstage. It was great. But I think but yeah. we're, we are missing one big one big uh, point that came out of Raw, and kind of want to approach it a little bit delicately. Okay. Um, 
Uh, Gordo, um, I, I know you saw Raw. I know you had yep. to report on it. Yep. How, how, how is your beloved Nia Jax? How's the knee? To borrow a phrase from an old friend, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, so did she? <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, that end and fucking zapped the crowd. Oh, mm. so such a shit show. Yeah. It was like, so badly done. That girl cannot act for shit. No. Oh, oh, don't I know? Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, one thing I meant to bring up uh, the kayfabe excuse for Paige is that she's out of the Royal Rumble. They haven't said any more than that. Yeah. To keep absolution not being a mystery, I guess. At the moment. <laughs> so, oh, well, did they get her win back this week? They Sonya did. They beat did. somebody this week. I can't remember Sasha or someone. Sasha, yeah. Sasha, Sasha, yeah. Oh yeah, that happened. Interesting. Yep. I spotted actually. What did you make of Elias mentioning eliminating Cena in his little skit before he done the song? Since Joe is probably going to be out of action, does it look like yeah. we're going to Elias Cena now long term? Mm. Well, it's the backup plan. They're literally just setting something up if Joe is not back. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So, interesting choice. Big vote of confidence in Elias. Yeah. yeah. My, my my original uh, lineup of my predictions had Cena versus Elias in it. This is before Joe got injured or anything like that. I, I changed it, but that was my original in my original lineup. So just, just saying that. Cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you can say that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we'll have a quick chat about SmackDown. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Um, Steve, just an overall review, seeing as you had to do the recap on the show that had four matches. And if you look at just the men's matches, it was six guys wrestled. <laughs> yep. Um, US tournament. Jinder lost. Bobby Roode's the champion. Yeah. Smack, SmackDown done. Okay. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how they treated themselves, but they had these, the two semi-finals. This was pushed up. I don't know why they want to, maybe they won't have a proper go-home show next week or whatever after the, the come-down that will be from Raw 25, I guess. They want to stack the show for next week. So they got rid of the whole US Championship uh, tournament all in one night, two semi-finals in the final. And after Rude won, and after Jinder beat Xavier Wood, I was like, there's no way. I cannot watch Jinder and Rude tonight. I can't after all this. I can't. I can't take it. Sure enough, we got it. What was with the insanely long matches for SmackDown? Like, Jinder beat Xavier Woods around the place for a good 12 minutes before he even got any offense in. Yeah, that's all they had. My God. But what really annoys me is that I would have had absolutely no problem at all with them putting on a show purely on the US title tournament. Semi-finals, final one. You know, people like our interest with like are never there. <laughs> <laughs> You've been abducted to an alien spaceship. <laughs> it's fine. I get uh, to recap. I heard most of what you're saying. You would have been My- fine with um, them advertising ahead of time that you're going to run the whole US tournament tonight, like a King of the Ring style thing. Which you're right. That should have happened. But instead, they pulled an audible on it, and uh, Bobby Roode's the champion now. 
So Dolph Ziggler is going to come back and we're going to have Ziggler and Rude again. Ray. Yay. So if it is Ziggler and Rude, like that's not even that. I wouldn't have that on the main show at the Rumble. That's pre-show for me. And I can't like say it. No, it's pulled from. That's why they had the thing. They're pulling. Yeah. They're, there's no US title match at Rumble. Yeah, there's, not there's happening. Matches it's done. So that gives me confidence that the women's Rumble will be a little longer than the 12 minutes I think they were going to do it for. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do wonder, every 7.2 seconds. With with actually with the two Rumbles, they have to reduce the entry time. The, the, the time between the the entries like there's no way they're going to do the full what's minute and a half is what they've done for I, that reckon, I reckon they'll do a minute in the women's a minute, uh, minute and a half in the men's although they did make a big deal about how the two of them were equal same rules i say maybe a minute 15 oh. on each or a minute 20 on each or something just to kind of cut a bit of time in first they make up the times anyway they're never actually exact so it's relevant it's, it's, it's a four hour one though anyway isn't it it is yeah this could go six gordo <laughs> don't fucking say that i have well, booked, i'm off the day after anyway but there like, is there is a, a probably a, a there's at least a one hour, if not a two hour pre-show. Also, it's a pre-show for Raw. Our pre-show for Raw this week. Ha ha ha, me arse am I watching that? Fuck no. <laughs> you fucking got out of doing Raw at the best possible time. Yes. <laughs> I literally have no time to do it anymore, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to be covering Raw? a fucking... You think I do? Covering a fucking four hour Raw. <laughs> Just quit. do what I do. The pre-show is not canon. It doesn't exist. It's not worth talking about. Fuck the pre-show. But I want I want to be dedicated because we need them clickbait ducats. Fuck the pre-show. <laughs> Let's make a stand. Fuck the pre-show. Okay, um, that's that's what's in my review then. Literally pre-show. Hashtag fuck the pre-show. Yeah, exactly. I wrote a whole <laughs> piece. I don't, yeah, off yeah, I don't think anything's gonna be happening on it anyway. There's a four four people hosting it, so it's gonna be just talking about shit. Oh my god. Why is Rosenberg, is Rosenberg yes. Sam Roberts, Renee, and rotating for it i think i think it's probably what you call him Otunga. i can't remember let's just tweet in and ask rosenberg about war machine so <laughs> are you Sorry, hashtag I've... with the life <laughs> <laughs> four person pre-show uh on um a tv show not a pay-per-view on their own network that you subscribe to for your hardcore fans sweet jesus that's not going to be on the usa network surely that's just going to no, be a network that's just gonna be it won't network. be a how much wrestling is there next week? A lot. Does that, the SmackDown, you have your NXT, your 205 Live. Don't New Japan have two days worth of shows next they week? Do, yeah. If you follow New Japan. Mixed Match Challenge. Mixed Match Challenge. Impact, if anyone ever reviewed it anymore. TakeOver, which will have a fucking pre-show. And then Rumble, which will have a pre-show. And could well go four and a half fucking hours on top of a two-hour pre-show kill me and we'll cover it all in depth here on <laughs> when i say all i mean some not all uh, and definitely not the pre-show are you pumped about our three-hour post-show live broadcast <laughs> wait. bring it on baby bring it on <laughs> and i can see it now and then next sasha banks came out and then 90 seconds later bailey came out <laughs> had a situation where they looked at each other and then they did the indie forearm smash over and over again <laughs> and then oscar lifted them both up and threw them out of the ring then alexa bliss came out <laughs> uh, uh speaking of the women um the promo that they did i mojo raleigh did this really good promo in his car on a phone it was excellent. It was really good. It wasn't scripted. Everyone loved it. It got over. 
somebody in WWE saw that and went, well, but God damn it, pal, we got to put that on the show. <laughs> so rather than, you know, have these people come out and go promos or have matches and talk with Renee in the ring afterwards, decided to have a chat roulette situation where <laughs> everyone is on their phone in a selfie type mode talking about how they're going to win the Royal Rumble and do this to this person. This went on and on and on and on. You're going to feel the glow. You're whatever Natty says about cats. Um, <laughs> all the other things that they say that make no fucking sense that nobody speaks like that. Even Orton did one. I, I think Vince just discovered selfie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn it, pal. What's that thing we gave uh, Tyler Breeze? <laughs> <He's not using laughs> <it anymore. laughs> you can take photos on a phone now. <laughs> God. Uh, less is more. Uh, once again, once they get their teeth into something, like the referee thing we mentioned on our raw coverage, they just fucking grab onto it like a crocodile, spin it round and bring it to the base of the fucking ocean. Just good God. Awful. Am I alone? No. Nope. Oh, shit. Speaking of awful, poor AJ Styles had to cut one of the worst promos of all time. <laughs> Cammy. <laughs> Discuss Cammy there, lads. Cammy was in Street Fighter. There's no other <laughs> except Chris Kamara. Unbelievable, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't want to talk anymore about that. Um, Mojo enjoyed his work in the ring, I guess, where he was trash talking rude. No. I wrote that down, so it must have made some impression on me. Did I break, <laughs> did I break your ribs? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, uh, another stat I saw somewhere uh, that is the seventh six woman tag match in a row since the Riot Squad showed up on SmackDown. Well, they've made SmackDown into a three women team division. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. It's, it's like when the Divas Revolution was starting first and there were in three separate teams and yeah. they just had six man tags all over the place. P bad, PMS. <laughs> oh, God. The submission sorority, wasn't that the other one? That they had to take down because there was a porn site called it or something. Like that. Uh, it's like the time we were coming up with a name for our website and we wanted to call it Brazzers. <laughs> Still think we should have done it, lads. <laughs> think of the fucking clicks we'd be getting. Brazzers.ie. <laughs> the sexiest wrestling coverage on the internet. Um. I don't think anything, nothing, literally nothing else happened on SmackDown. Yeah. So, does anyone, nothing it else? About, it was all about the US title. That's what SmackDown was about. And fair enough, giving yeah. the US title a bit of a spotlight, it's nice to see, but giving it a spotlight, yeah. what it was advertised would have been a made more sense than having a random yeah. video about the US title. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing from start to finish, I thought it was cool the way it did it with Ziggler. He just left the belt down in the ring. But now looking back, it's like Ziggler's like, fuck this thing. I don't want this. <laughs> and then we have a tournament where it gets rid of the one guy who was like, come on, Xavier Woods, at least make the final. They could have at least have him make the final. Do you know? But like you have that kind of hope spot with him, but no. Drop no. the fucking ball. He shouldn't have been in there. I got my hopes up. I knew he was never going to win, but I thought a final appearance against Jinder <laughs> or something. And at least it would have been better than Bobby Roode and Jinder. They cannot wrestle together. They're fucking terrible together. Yeah, Let's never have that happen again. Just... Yeah. Bad SmackDown. That's a very bad SmackDown. <laughs> Hashtag Firewood Dog. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, I'm going to start a Google like sheet. Um, <laughs> and then on, at the end of the year, we'll total up the results of what we thought. We'll each have a vote. Either it's good or bad. No in between. So, like, 
I have two good rows this week or this year. You have three good rows. And I think we have ba- is it all bad SmackDown so far? No one in the middle is okay. bad. One of them is good. Yeah. Not an answer. Yeah, good good good. <laughs> <laughs> and I want at the end to see what the results are and what percentage good what we thought was good and what was bad. I'm gonna do that actually. <laughs> Raw has an unfair advantage. Raw has Strowman. Yeah, that's <laughs> third hour. That's stupid, sexy Balor and the fucking Good Brothers. But like the third hour. But that... we had an hour of Strowman. That's true. Yeah. So Raw really was two hours this week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's SmackDown. So this week we have a lot of Irish news to get through, Nikki. Yeah, we've got a bit of Irish news this week now, right? Uh, it's made, there's a few shows after happening, a few shows after coming, so we got a, a bit of news. Uh, first bit of news we got uh, come out is that it leaked accidentally because the belt maker brought it up that OTT have a new championship in the making. So this looks like it'll finally replace the NW, uh, NLW title that they've been using since they started, which was the owner's previous promotion that he just had the belt lying around. It's kind of a bit of a trend. Their tag titles are actually the old NWA Ireland belts. If you look at them, they still say NWA Ireland on them. But um, yeah, so it'd be nice to see this new belt. The, the picture looked pretty good. The belt maker accidentally put it up online. Wasn't supposed to put it up online. Uh, so uh, hopefully that should be... Don't know when it's coming. I reckon maybe homecoming, maybe the show after. Who knows? We'll see. But it looks good. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I assume it takes the lineage of the previous belt and all that sort of stuff as well. I'd imagine so. I'd imagine it would. Yeah. We kind of have to really. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that. Anyway, um, we were at me, me, Fitz, and Gordo were at OTT Contenders Five last weekend. Uh, we have me and Gordo, as the lads mentioned earlier, covered the whole thing in the in a separate podcast. So uh, check it up; it's up on the YouTube channel. And um, we go into a bit more detail. Just going to quickly burst through the results. We had Scotty Davis defeating a kid, Martina and Nikki defeating Club Tropicana, Nathan Martin defeating El Fantismo. Debbie Keitel and Be Cool defeating Gunter Isaac and Raven Creed by DQ. LJ Cleary defeating Dave Mastiff by DQ. Doug Williams defeating Michael May. And for the NLW title, Jordan Devlin defeating Darren Carney. It's a great show. It's up on OTT On Demand. I'd say definitely check it out if you get a chance. I saw the clip of the LJ Cleary match with the thing with Foxy in the corner, the referee. Yeah. That, that was brilliant. <laughs> he keeps hitting me, ref. <laughs> so, like, pure the, pantomime. It was oh, that, that match in general was pure pantomime. It was, it was fantastic. And of course, Gordo bit LJ Cleary's fingers. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they also announced that Contenders, that the next Contenders show is going to be on Sunday, 18th of February. So Contenders 6. I completely forgot to put down who's going to be at it in my little notes here. But it's covered in the other... in the. OTT podcast if you go back and watch that. Do you remember going Kip Sabian, uh, Joe Coffey, Polar Promotions. That was it. Yes. That was the three group. Well, four people. But yeah, so that should be good. The contender shows have been all good so far. So I definitely recommend to check them out if you get a chance. And they're cheap as piss. So they're like 15 euro per ticket. Uh, other than that, uh, OTT Homecoming Dublin uh, on Saturday, February 3rd. They've announced an, another match for it. Uh, so they've put the, this is for the, Gender neutral championship. Martina is defending in a fatal four way match against Chuck Taylor, Be Cool, and Angel Cruz. Angel Cruz has taken the calling on Twitter, calling Chuck Taylor Chuck Palumbo, <laughs> uh, going in his tradition of not knowing any indie wrestlers' names. <laughs> Did you see the video they put up for this? Yeah, match? I watched it. It was very yeah, good. So Be Cool trying to says that on his receipt for his title that it says that he's owed a rematch if he ever should lose it. Um, <laughs> 
Also, Foxy said on Twitter earlier today that apparently from uh, Homecoming on, he's going to start using a 20 count. I don't know how, if that's just him saying it on Twitter or if that's actually going to be the case, but going to start using the, the New Japan style 20 count instead of the... Fucking New Japan marks. Hey, Ring of Honor yeah, do yeah, it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, know, I know. I like that. I think that'd be cool. I'd like it too. Plus, I mean, he does, at the moment, his 10 count is so fucking slow, he may as well be counting to 20 anyway. Like, so. Or not count at all. <laughs> or not count at all. But uh, so that's that's the new news for Home King Dublin, anyway. So we we, we me and Gordo went past the the Shore Road venue today, so it looks like it's actually a decent size. It looks like it should be good. Yeah, plenty of parking. Lots of parking. You'd be so happy to know. <laughs> um. So uh, other national home, uh, homecoming Belfast the night after Sunday February fourth. They've announced two matches for that so far. So we have Timothy Thatcher versus Keith Lee, and Chuck Taylor versus Mark Haskins. So we're not making our way up to Belfast for this one now, but it looks like it's going to be a cracking show. I do have the Monday off. <laughs> it's my sister's 21st. I can't really go, unfortunately. Damn Why didn't you come? I'll watch some guys pretend to beat each other up in underwear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a valid reason, right? Yeah. Yeah, should be good. But uh, looking, looking good. Dave. I have to actually watch back the last Belfast show still, the one from, what do you call it? The December, uh, December, December one. Yeah, Aftershock. So the Aftershock, yeah. So I will get around to watching that at some point. Um, in closer news, uh, this weekend, Uprising are having a show in a jail. So this is good, which is a great setting, I have to say. But it's in the Crumlin Road Jail up in Belfast. And uh, so this is Uprising. This is the, basically, it's another training promotion. So it's the one that the Kings of North run. Uh, so they will be in action themselves. But on the advertisement for it, they have billed as don't miss this chance to see the Kings of the North live while you still can. Hmm. So the rumor is apparently from Twitter and stuff that I've seen is that apparently Corvin's going to start doing more solo stuff. So you could see the Kings of the North as a tag team start taking a step back. Looks like Bonesaw might be kind of taking a step back. So that could be some news going forward. Yeah. But so the, the, what you're saying is he's on the way to the PC as we speak. <laughs> In his mind, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we'll see. We'll see what goes. I'd like to see because Corvin does. Our, he's he's good. I, we've said it before that Cor, we'd like to see Corvin challenging for OTT title and stuff. So it makes more sense outside that too. Um, but I, the rest of the card anyway, they, they, this is the card they've announced so far. We've got Blake Richards versus Russell Dempster versus Be Cool versus Callum Black. They always do Fatal 4 matches. So this is their traditional Fatal 4 match for this one. Uh, Alexander Dean versus Brian Carr, Amy Alonzi versus Debbie Keitel, Gavin Fitz, Gunter Isaac, and Will Batson versus Angel Ooh. Cruz <laughs> versus Angel Cruz and Team Prick, uh, Eddie Stone versus Scotty Davis, and Curtis Murray versus Chris Ridgeway, which is the only importer bringing in for this one. Ridgeway's been in progress and IPW and all them. So yeah, this is. I, we won't be making our way up, although I am off. So if I can find some sort of way, I might try, but. I don't think it's going to be making up, but it looks like it's going to be a good show, I know. And that's all I've got for the Irish Wrestling Roundup this week. So with uh, Raw 25 coming up on Monday, the 25th anniversary of Raw, something we've probably watched all of our lives, probably seen every single episode of, thought we might do our favourite match, and we're not going to do big lists or honourable mentions or any of that. We're picking one match each. So I'll start it off, and I'll go with 
Jeff Hardy versus The Undertaker for the uh, undisputed WWF. Was it F or E? Couldn't it was E. Time. It was E that yeah. Yeah. Uh, Title in a ladder match. Uh, Jeff Hardy came into his own that night and proved he could be a single star. It was just an incredible match. Taker beating the piss out of Jeff Hardy and I'm always coming back. There was a great spot where Jeff was being put up for the last ride, but the chair was down. He'd beaten the Taker with chair. No, the Taker had beaten Jeff up with a chair. Then he was hitting the last ride and Jeff grabbed the, ta- grabbed the chair on the way up and battered Undertaker in the head with the chair. Then he started climbing the ladder and the famous call JR had was... Climb the ladder, kid. Make yourself famous. And then he has it. He's a breath away from it. He's hands on the on the title, and he just can't bring it down. Taker hits the choke slam off the top, and then slowly climbs up and claims the belt. Just fucking brilliant. And then after the match, Jeff is lying in a pool of his own piss and blood by the end of it. <laughs> and Taker's gone up the ramp on his bike. And uh, the weirdest thing ever that his voice was all broken. It's like Taker, I'm not done with you. I'm not finished with you, or whatever it was. Uh, all crackly voice. I think he called him Taker, wasn't it? Taker? So fucking weird. And Taker comes down, beats him up again. Last ride. He stands up again. Taker comes back down and then kind of just gives him respect. He lifts his arm and Jeff just falls to the ground. And Taker puts him over and says, you're one tough son of a bitch. Incredible. My favorite Raw match, bar none. It's as good of endorsement as you're ever going to get. Yep, yep definitely. Yep, great match. If you if you somehow manage to not see this match, go and find it. I assume it's on YouTube for free. It's that good of a match. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. So watch that match. Who wants to go next? I'll go next, sure. Very well. I was like, shit, they haven't thought of a match yet. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. Uh, so <laughs> my, my, <laughs> Let you my, behind the scenes a little bit there. <laughs> uh, so my, my match is John Cena versus Shawn Michaels from Raw, uh, April 23rd, 2007. So it's, nearly 10 year, it's over 10 years old now. Mm-hmm. But um, So this was a rematch from WrestleMania. So they had the, the match at WrestleMania. It was at a show in London or Manchester, somewhere in England. Uh, I think it was London, and it wasn't advertised. As, it was. It went nearly an hour, so it was not something that you normally see on WWE TV. They had been advertising Randy Orton to be appearing later in the night. Randy Orton wasn't in the UK because he was suspended, but uh, they'd been advertising him. So they basically, I don't know. It was just they, they. They said, "Fuck it, you need to fill the time. We don't actually have Randy Orton, or whether they planned on having a long match or what." It was called an audible, but it was way better than the type that the match they had at Mania. And it was just a fantastic match. Just everything you'd want. Nearly an hour, which you just don't see on WWE, in WWE. And just absolutely incredible. Nice. Gordo, you're one. Yeah. Um, going to travel a bit further back in time here. Uh, even further. I'm going to go back to... Wayne's World sound effect. <laughs> yeah, we leave a gap match, yeah. We'll go back to 2001. Um the match was unfortunately ended in a bad, bad circumstances, but uh, I'll go with the two-man power trip of Austin and Triple H against Jericho and Benoit for the tag titles. Who? Um, Benoit? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stevie Richards. Oh, Stevie Richards. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just the power trip had just come off that feud with the Brothers of Destruction, which kind of saw ratings plummet a bit because... Uh, Honest, the power trip was starting to fail a bit anyway. Awesome. Um, 
yeah, Austin Hill never worked really, but this match just start to finish was insane. Uh, they kind of took a bit of a punt on putting them in there with two former WCW guys, especially smaller guys, and it came up trumps. It was fantastic. Um, it's the match that's known, obviously, for the one where Triple H tore his quad the first time. Uh, match, uh, obviously, Austin caught in the walls of Jericho. Triple H goes to try and break it up. Boom, goes the quad. Then around about a minute and a half later, he's locked in the walls of Jericho on the announce table, which we all know gives a 30% damage boost. <laughs> um, and because, obviously, the fact that Triple H and the crowd absolutely hated him, his screams, which still ring out from my in my head to this day, um, the crowd, honestly, were just baying for blood nearly. And just... Even, I think Austin himself said in, one the, in his podcast a couple of weeks back that when it came down to the aftermath of it, the four of them knew they were part of something special. But because, obviously, the quad injury kind of soured mm. it a bit. But um, it's a match I still go back and watch every couple of every couple of months just because it was it was that good. Nice. Steve? Oh, for me, it, uh, it has to be Alicia Fox versus Melina. Get oh, fucked. Uh, <laughs> catch, catch can classic. Yeah, absolutely. Like just the the moves that were in that match, it was just fantastic. You know the, the story that was being told. Like it's, it's the, a match the for the ages. I'm pretty sure that match was at uh, SummerSlam. Hate to hate to hate to ruin it Sorry there. Oh wait, no, they had one on Raw. They had one on Raw as well. You're okay. August night, 2010. Raw victory. <laughs> I, I, I may I may have been taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality um, I struggled to pick one uh, a few came to mind Ms. Morrison uh, had a, a, an epic match probably where we first saw the two of them in singles action for the first time and thought that this could actually be a thing uh, but the one I went for was Rey Mysterio versus John Cena the night after Money in the Bank Chicago more so for what happened throughout the night and the match itself just kind of peaked it. But to set the scene, Rey Mysterio wins the now vacant WWE Championship after CM Punk did a little bit of a naughty thing and ran out of the building with the championship. So we're all happy. Mysterio wins the title. And then all of a sudden, pretty sure it was Johnny Laurinaitis came up and said, hang on, Cena's owed his rematch and we're having it tonight. After winning a multi, was it a multi-man match he had to win the tournament, or was it even a tournament it's, well, itself? I can't remember fully. But Mysterio Cena for the belt, and actually had a classic. To be fair, Mysterio at that time was probably towards the prime end of his career. Cena, to be fair, doesn't really have bad matches too often, but the two of them clicked very well that night. Unfortunately, Cena goes over, wins the belt, and then we had the return of CM Punk. It just capped off a great night. The match itself was fantastic, uh, but very, very good match. Cool. Just one thing I'd like to add. Uh, Melina versus Alicia Fox is up on WWE's YouTube channel from Raw. Uh, it has 449,000 views and comments oh. are disabled. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many of those came from your one out of the Funkadactyls. <laughs> So God. we talked about our uh, favorite raw matches, <clears throat> but what about our favorite raw moments? Because it's all about the moments, guys. So my one is the one that 
essentially turned the tide towards WWF to win the Monday Night Monday Night Wars was when Mankind won the WWF Championship uh, to beat The Rock on Raw. It was an amazing match, but is most remembered for the Stone Cold Pop, the Stone Cold Pop, where Austin came down, the place came unglued, and if you watch it back, you can even see Austin shocked by it, going, what the hell have I just heard? Comes out, hits The Rock with a chair, uh, Mankind pins The Rock, goes crazy, Big Daddy-O did it was the line at the end. Uh, he's running on the ring. And I remember for some reason it's always stuck in my head how really genuinely happy Triple H looked for Mankind. If you watch it back, he's fucking loving it. Which is weird to think of now. <laughs> he was just, uh, someone else won the title. Hooray! <laughs> but um, but uh, Vince sold it so well at the end. You have the, corporate, the corporation out there. Don't worry, we'll, we'll get it back, Rock. We'll get it back. Um. But then, yeah, Mick does the thing at the risk of sounding a little uncool. I'd like to speak to my two little guys at home and say, Big Daddy O did it. And then Vince is like, <laughs> that makes me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so good. A feel good moment. And it had the, the famous line Tony Schiavone had said that they did. Well, Eric Bischoff had told him to say on the air because Raw was taped at the time to, and Nitro was live to say that Mankind was going to win the title. And that's going to put a lot of butts in seats. It sure did. Um, a lot. Of, I can't remember the stat, but like a lot, hell of a lot of people turned off Nitro and switched to Raw when they found that. Yep. That was the night that WCW shot themselves in the foot, and one of the, the I think the creative high of WWF around that night. A great old night. Big Daddy O did it. Grand old yep. night. <laughs> so uh, Nikki. Yeah. So uh, sticking with your Austin Pop theme. Uh, my one is when Austin came back as the old Stone Cold. So uh, this is just the build up. He'd been healed all along. The, it was the invasion angle, which some people love, some people hate, a lot more people hate. But personally, it's when I started really getting into everything. So that's, I, I still have fond memories of the invasion angle. And um, so Austin was uh, tormented. Uh, Vince needed him to be back as the old the old, uh, Stone Cold he was before. He was being healed. He was in Vince's pocket. He was singing songs in the back and wearing cowboy hats. Uh, but Vince wanted him to be the old vicious Stone Cold again, and he didn't really want to do it. He was in a bar drinking and just basically watching Raw because bars show Raw in the States, apparently. <laughs> yeah. uh, and basically, I, I can't remember, he was... Someone who was that was someone talking to him. I'm trying to remember. Deborah was in there with Deb- him. Uh, Vince actually visited the bar to talk him, and he was mm-hmm. like, he wouldn't even talk to him. He kept just turning away like a child, like a, a, sulk, a sulking kind of child. Yeah. He was shooting pool, and Deborah was looking at him, going, Come on, Steve, you got to go. And then he got the pool, he got the pool cue and started breaking it. He's smashing it. And then he broke it over the thing and left. And then Stone Cold mm-hmm. shut up. Uh, I think I, I won't jump over your spot, but I think when he pulled up in the car, then wasn't it the? Yeah, so there was basically the 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 alliance and WWE were brawling through the entire arena. There was a whole bunch of people brawling in the ring. There was people brawling all the way backstage. So as he literally got out of the car and just started beating on people the entire way to the ring. Uh, music, every what well, point everyone's in the ring, then all the rest of them are in the ring. Glass shatters, the crowd go absolutely insane. Austin comes down and stunners every single one of the Alliance members, <laughs> completely clears the ring. It was just fantastic. Yeah. I've forgotten how good that was. I never even thought of that one for this, but just <laughs> Big Daddy O did it is 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 one of my favorites. Yeah. That's a that is so good. That one. Really, really good. I need the old Stone Cold. The old and then was it the week beforehand? Like he had been on TV and he was like, I need the old the old Stone Cold. And then 
Steve looks really disappointed in him. He yeah. drops his head and he walks out of the ring <laughs> and looks back. I'm not that guy anymore. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, really good. I'm going to watch that after after this. Uh, <laughs> Gordo. I'm going to go with one that actually ties in with my favorite match, which we fast forward, what, seven months, eight months later from the Triple H quad injury and his return. And that pop was just possibly the loudest pop that has ever happened at Raw. Possibly bigger than the Stone Cold one. Um, definitely definitely a close one anyway. But uh, again, just when you think of a moment that stands out, I was always a Triple H fan. So to see the vignettes for the build-up to it and, and everything, I was just so pumped for this moment. And I actually managed to stay up late for it. It was one of the rare times I was able to stay up late to watch Raw <laughs> uh, as a kid. So it was just one of them moments just to this day, what, 12, Jesus Christ, longer than that, fucking nearly 16 years later. Um, yeah, just stuck in my mind as just that pop. And obviously then he announced himself in the Royal Rumble, which he then goes on to win and wins the title of Mania. It was weird seeing him come back as a face, but everyone was just so thrilled to have him back after so long, especially an injury that could have ended his career. And I'm probably going to watch that after this. <laughs> I remember all the jackets he was wearing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. layers, layers. Uh, to be fair, it was it was in like it was in Madison Square Garden, wasn't it? I was going to say it was. Uh, it's New York in January. It's fucking cold. <laughs> Steve, your uh, favorite raw moment. And it can't be about Alicia Fox. <laughs> ah, but but Fox. Alicia Fox. <laughs> nah, for me, one moment, one moment only. I don't give a fuck about the rest of your moments. You're all wrong. It's all about the pipe bomb. CM Punk dropping a deuce on Vinnie Mac. <laughs> Unbelievable. I remember we were down at your place, Nick. We were watching this live when we were back in college. And we could stay up on Monday nights and, you know, be okay Tuesday mornings for going to college. They'd be we okay. there for nine o'clock. I had double tax Tuesday morning. You know. There's a reason I failed tax. But <laughs> 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 well, there was, what, four or five, maybe six of us in the room. And you could hear a pin drop from a mile away. Yep. We were just so lewd and absolutely captivated by what was happening. We didn't know whether he was quitting. We didn't know whether... This was the end of CM Punk. We didn't know whether this was scripted. We were absolutely on the baiting hook. We didn't know what was happening. It was the best thing ever. And what made it all the much better for me was the fact it was all real. You, know, you could listen to it back, and I have. I watch it probably once a month religiously, and I will be watching this after this sometime <laughs> tonight. But it was just so damn good. and you could, you could feel the anger in him. And the fact that I don't think if he did not do that, I don't think we would have the NXT we have today. I don't think we would have had the changes we have today. Uh, and I don't even think WWE would be as good as it is today. Simple as. And that, that, that moment changed the course of wrestling history. Yep. And it could very well have been the case of... It, it, you could even go stretch it further afield and look at the likes of the Young Bucks and all the, what they're doing over in New Japan. Influence on what they're doing as well. Mm, definitely. And it's all stemmed from that one moment possible. I have my own personal story on that one. I've told you this one before. Um, it was in my down period when this happened. So I was checking the results and if something interested me, I'd watch it. So this was a rare Tuesday morning where I just didn't. So I said, ah, check the results on my lunch break or whatever. 
I kept getting messages about Rowan. Rory sent me, my friend Rory slid into the DMs on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, he said, did you see what they punked on Raw? I was like, I'll watch it on my break. No, watch it now. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I'm watching wrestling every week again. <laughs> I've heard that. Uh, honest to God, that was it. Yeah, I've, I, yeah. I've, I haven't watched, I haven't missed an episode since. Yeah, I think I've heard that brought a lot of people back. So it, it, it worked. It worked majorly. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. I will point out one thing, though. Among all of us, out of the four of us, none of us brought up The Rock, This Is Your Life segment. Yeah. Uh, Good This Is Your Life segment. But we or did the off the air. Celebration. Did, well, off the air, we did say there was no honorable mentions. We're going to talk about one thing slightly in depth or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you talk about... I'm just surprised, I'm, I'm just yeah. surprised that no, yeah. no, no one actually brought them up. Boo, Gordo, boo. <laughs> if we were going to have a few honorable, if we had one honorable mention each, I'd definitely put Festival of Friendship, even though it is so recent. I think that's an all-time great moment. Yeah, it's just mm. perfect. Yeah, there's loads of other ones, but yeah, uh, we could be here all night. Yeah, we Steve. could. <laughs> so I want to talk about the Festival of Friendship for twenty. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to th- hear about the Festival of Friendship for twenty minutes, please check out our end of year awards, Bettina Awards, available <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> You are fucking killing it. You're a killing it. <laughs> what, I'm trying to steal my job, eh? <laughs> yeah, we do have our um on on our, our YouTube page. The video has been claimed, but uh we won't get we won't get any money from it. But it's still there because it's such a good video. Um, oh, our, our moment of the year was the Festival of Friendship. So if you want, as Nikki said, you want to check it out, YouTube.com and search for Two Bit Sports because we're not popular enough to have a forward slash thing yet. <laughs> Subscribe, bitches. Uh, subscribe yeah please subscribe and please watch it 10 times each and like it squint incognito mode get your friend's phone watch that there do all those things whatever it takes your girlfriend's phone is sitting there on the table right now just watch <laughs> a video press like you're done watch it for 10 seconds it registers a view <laughs> so in the fourth and final installment of our uh, two-bit sports books it from um Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. We've had myself do it, uh, Steve Fitz and Gordo, we've all done it. And Nikki is last but not least. So Nikki, gather us around the pool and tell us what you're doing for WrestleMania. Let's do it. Just say last but not least, but with a whole lot of laughter you hear. Um so right, let's 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 get into it. We're gonna go Raw or Smack then first. You do it. Take me on a journey. A journey. Well, I'll start to be broad. I basically, I've done it similar to the way Gordo did it, except I kind of fleshed out the stories more. Um, so oh, I've so. Been, no worries. <laughs> so I have I have a full mania card done up, and I'm gonna basically backstory all of the matches quickly for some of them, not so quickly for other ones. Um, I have 15 matches on my mania card, including the pre-show. So I you're even you're going nine hours for going, we're going long. So I'm, I'm being realistic. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, I'll start. I'll start with the, all the. I'll do the pre-show matches first. All of them, both sides. Fuck and the I'll pre-show. Go Fuck the pre-show. Because because this is going to be cut anyway, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> so we start out Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, short and sweet. Pete Dunne wins. Gets. I UK, like it. Gets the UK to the division in the, into the public eye. Makes sense. He eliminates Ginger to win it as well. By the way, that's why I have that specifically in there. Because you know, he does. Fuck Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. This is a match that gets moved to Raw the next night for time constraints. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Ascension versus Breezango. Oh, so, pay the story off. <laughs> so, Fucking hell. <laughs> so Breezango, as they've been doing lately, they kind of just keep putting the Ascension in awkward situations and vice versa. Eventually, uh, uh, Breezango 
put, put Ascension to two, one too many situations. They just get fed up and beat the shit out of them. Leads to a match at Mania. Pretty straightforward storyline, but it's it could be a way they go. Uh, so that's the SmackDown portion of the pre-show is all I have. I only have that much for, for SmackDown. I have two Raw Smack, uh, pre-show matches. So I have the Raw Tag Team Titles, The Bar versus Sanity. So yes. when did Sanity get called up? Sanity get called up at the Rumble. So with they, Big Demo appears in the Rumble, or whatever they call him now. I always forget. Dane. Uh, Dane, Killian Dane, uh, appears in the Rumble. Uh, and afterwards then, night after after that, the two of them, uh, the three of them appear as a tag team on Raw. So um, to set this up, the, uh, I'll, they'll get into this later, as well, but the Bar win the match at the Rumble and get the titles back. So the feud begins between Sanity and basically Damo and Seamus is where this comes from. The Irish, the Irish and Northern Irish feud is yep. how, how I'm building this into it. I say building this into it. This is the one that I forgot to write anything about. So all I literally have is typed the word Sanity right now. <laughs> but it was very sectarian with this one. <laughs> very sectarian with this feud. But uh, <laughs> so that that's my my theory behind it is that's how it starts. I haven't fleshed this one out. So basically, Sanity debuted Rumble. It ends up being them versus the Baron at, at, at Mania. Haven't quite got and, to how that happens. And at the end of the match, everyone's chanting, ooh, uh, up the rat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect story. Uh, but I reckon I reckon the Baron retains here at Mania anyway. So that's where we're going there. Second pre-show match for Raw. For the Cruiserweight Championship, Enzo Amore versus Drew Gulak. Ooh. So Drew finally gets sick of all Enzo's shit about uh, about basically screaming at him. So maybe after after a match, Enzo just starts screaming in his face after he loses a match to Cedric. That was because of something Enzo was doing at ringside. Uh, so uh, Drew finally snaps and beats the shit out of em- Enzo. In the uh, basically all leads to a mania match. In the match, Drew wins with a top rope inverted corkscrew seven uh, twenty frog splash. Uh, <laughs> And Enzo dies on the way back to his home planet. Oh, not Enzo. <laughs> I loved it up until the part where you killed off Enzo. <laughs> I loved the part where you killed off Enzo. <laughs> I actually think that's something that that'd be a great story to tell, though. I think yeah. that'd be a good one to do. I, I thought I figured that's the way they're actually going with it because yeah. it makes sense. They've been teasing it all along. So I'm hoping that's it. I know that they've kind of through um, fucking what you call them back into it. Uh, Tony Abs and they're kind of and he's trying to be second under Enzo. I reckon they could even do it even more because of Gulak. They get pissed off about it. It's it could easily be a way to go. With and it. Gulak is a cowboy now, if you haven't noticed. He's a cowboy. Oh, fucking <laughs> <fantastic>. <laughs> uh, oh, I like that. I like that. I like that match. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna go SmackDown first. Uh so by SmackDown portion of it, uh SmackDown gets Four matches, five matches. So five matches for SmackDown on the main show. First one I have is a tag team title match, ladder match, in which the Usos take on the Bludgeon Brothers, take on Rusev Day, take on the Gable and Benjamin, and take on the New Day. So we've got a oh. we've got a five way ladder match for the for the tag team titles. And I don't think there's any storyline you need here. It's a it's a multi man match. It ends up just happening, and it's all our tag teams. It's going to be match of the night. Yeah, it's the way to get everyone on the show. You know, kind of everyone in the battle royal. 
Can New Day Freebird rule it up in terms of tagging each other out? As long as there's two people in the match for New Day, they can tag one other guy out. Biggie is just sitting there. <laughs> 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 that works. We could go with that. I hadn't thought that through. Man. But uh, I have uh, Usos of Stubby Champs going into it. They're not going to lose between now and then. And Rusev, they win because it's, yes. their, it's yeah. their time. I love it. So I'm looking forward to how you take it away. You've just given. Now later you must take away. <laughs> Asuka loses to Nia Jax. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop this charade of a show. Uh, first, this is my fantasy booking. There might be very much taking away. I'm not going to lie. Um, next up, we've got the SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Singles match. So the two of them are continue to team up in tag matches all along uh, against the two other factions because that's all it is nowadays. Uh, eventually, Becky ends up taking a few pins a few weeks in a row, costing their team. Charlotte gets pissed off of it, says Becky's the weak link in the team. She's been dragging her down for ages. Uh, there's a fatal four-way at Fastlane to determine who's the number one contender. Becky wins that. So she ends up taking the title at Mania. Carmella then cashes in and comes away with the title at Mania. Ooh, that's good. I like that. So, this is my most out there, but would have been more realistic a few weeks ago when I originally wrote it down, but I liked it too much and I wasn't taking it back out. Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Yay! <laughs> For the US title. Which one? Oh, hmm. Uh, all I, the US. I, I only have it for the... I, I'll explain it as I go. I only have it for the for the WWE one, but yeah. So Jericho enters into the Rumble pretty early and goes the whole way to the end. He's in the final four. Uh, so due to his good performance, he's given a match, a US title match against Bobby Roode at Fastlane, uh, which he ends up winning. As he's celebrating his win, we hear Bullet Club for, 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 for life. Uh, Kenny Omega appears on the screen. He says that most people might not know who he is, but he is the true US champion, holds up the IWGP US title. Uh, says that he managed to beat Jericho on his own turf. Now Omega wants to see if he can beat Jericho on Jericho's turf. Uh, Jericho says no. He said, this is the big leagues. He can stay where he wants in the minor leagues with his knockoff belt. This is a championship. That is a belt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, fo <laughs> the following week on SmackDown, Jericho gets attacked by Omega uh, after a match, and Jericho steals the US title. Uh, he says Jericho can get it back if he beats him for it at WrestleMania. Jericho agrees while insulting Omega the entire time. At Mania, Jericho wins the match. Omega hands over the title to Jericho out of respect. Jericho leaves it in the ring, and we get another tournament to crowd a new champ. This would have made a lot more sense if the same thing hadn't happened with Ziggler, but it's my book and fuck it, it's happened. <laughs> I love it. Mm. A different twist on the Jericho Omega, the Jericho Omega thing than the other previous bookings. I said I'd mix it up a little. Right, so my next two matches are very intertwined in the build-up, so I'm going to go through both of them together. Oh. Um, so I'm not going to mention the matches first, but I'm assuming you can think of the feud I'm talking about when I mention it. Uh, so Owens and Sammy win at the Rumble. Uh, after Shane and then Daniel get involved. Uh, so Debray ends up counting the pin less than win. Sammy gets the pin, but Cami are the co-WWE champion. Uh, during the Royal Rumble, Dolph Ziggler enters the Daniel Bryan's music. Oh. Uh, so gets booed to fuck. He enters pretty early in the Rumble, but lasts till near the end as well. Um, where am I going? Hang on. <laughs> there was something here. Oh yeah, so yeah, AJ's lost the title. AJ cashes in his rematch on SmackDown that week. So, uh, so uh, Shane has already told Brian that he's not because of what happened with him counting the pin at the Rumble. He's not needed at SmackDown. 
Uh, and Shane says that only one of Cami can defend the title, so they, they can't defend it as a two-on-one. Uh, so they pick Owens for that night, and Sammy is banned from ringside. AJ manages to win after Shane tries to interfere in the match, but AJ stops him, so he doesn't want anything to do with it. Um, so after AJ wins back the belt, he gets on the mic the next week and says he's done with all this Shane and uh, Daniel drama. He's out of this. He's the WWE champion. He wants to defend his title with honor against the wordy challenger. Nakamura's music hits. Crowd goes absolutely nuts. Two of them stand off each other. As they're standing off, Baron Corbin's music hits. He comes out on the stage. He says that Nakamura had his chance and lost. It's now his time. Ziggler then walks out and then states his claim to the title match because he was the longest in the Rumble the night before. He wasn't stripped of the US title. He chose he chose what he wanted to do and he wants a WWE title match at WrestleMania. They make a triple threat at Fastlane, Fastlane between Nakamura, uh, Corbin and Ziggler uh, for the number one contendership. Uh, we did we see clips of Ziggler talking to uh, Shane McMahon backstage and all, uh, later that night. Shane then takes Ziggler out of the number one contender match and makes a title match instead for Fastlane. So it's just the two Two guys in the Wonder Woman title match and one uh, one on one for the, the title. So both Nakamura wins the number one contender match, AJ wins the title. Uh, and we're cutting back, skipping all of the rest of the section back to the, the, the so the W title match. AJ Styles versus Shisuke Nakamura. AJ AJ wins match of the night, uh, and it's all about respect. It's all respect is a great match. Uh, so that's that that done. Other side of the bracket, uh, Daniel Bryan isn't back until after Fastlane, so Shane won't let him appear there at Fastlane. Uh, both Kevin and Sammy end up in handicap matches uh, where the rules keep getting changed by Shane, so they, they both end up losing. Uh, the show after uh, after it, uh, Shane and Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan is back then, and they get in a shouting match in the ring about Shane's decisions. Randy Orton comes out to try to calm them down, but ends up around, uh, RKO and uh, Daniel Bryan and stands with Shane. Uh, Shane says they'll settle this all at Mania. Daniel can set, uh, pick three guys, and he will... And, uh, and Shane will pick two guys to team up with himself, and the winner will get control of SmackDown. Shane picks Orton and Ziggler to team up with him. Uh, Daniel picks Owens and Sammy to to be two people of his team after they plead because plead with him because they want to help him uh, end Shane's reign. Uh, Daniel doesn't announce his third person until the week before Mania, where he reveals he's actually been cleared to wrestle the entire uh, actually cleared to wrestle now. He goes in the match uh, at at Mania. D- uh, Daniel Bryan ends up pinning Shane for the win. Yay! So we end up six man tag: Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, and Dolph Ziggler. Where's for, Corbin? For control of SmackDown, he's in the man, Battle Royal. I shot him straight earlier because I figured he'd be in a feud somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was my long winded explanation. The rest of them aren't as long winded. That would just go across yeah. many paragraphs. But that's awesome. <laughs> like that would be fucking immense. It was fun. I enjoyed that one. Let's I, do I enjoyed that one. one. <laughs> Vince, I, I like that one. Just you're listening. <laughs> Oh, we have proven that some people WWE listen to this show. <laughs> so. so yeah, that was a mouthful. I'm gonna take a drink. Hang on. <laughs> Taking a quick sip of beer. Yeah, yeah, put the glass back down, down and he's back. <laughs> so yeah, I reckon that'd be good. I, I I enjoy that SmackDown booking. There's a few people left out, but you have you can't cover everyone. Yep. And that's you what can. the that's battle what the battle is for. Exactly. That's what the battle royale is for. Uh, on the raw side of things, then we go. So this is I had this picked before they started teasing it, but John Cena versus Samoa Joe. In my booking, Joe is, isn't as injured as they thought. He's back by the rumble. He comes in as a surprise. They 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 say that he won't make it, but he ends up coming in. Uh, he comes in quite late. Cena's already in the ring. 
He makes a beeline for Cena, eliminates both Cena and himself. They brawl to the back. They show video packages for next few weeks explaining their history, how they all started up together, so people know what the actual backstory is here. Uh, and Joe cuts an interview describing how much he hates Cena for everything he's been given just because he's a pretty boy, while Joe had to fight all his way to had to fight his way the entire way to make it to the WWE. Cause him a disgrace. Cena tries to beat Joe in a promo battle, but Joe just headbirts him instead and beats him down, screaming at him, because that's all he is. Uh because that's because all he is is meaningless words and catchphrases, and he wasn't interested in a promo battle. Uh, Mania match, Cena wins, lol. Because that's what happens. Oh, <laughs> that's where you take away. There's where you take away. I had to take away. There was a takeaway. <laughs> so, for women's title feud Asuka enters the Rumble number one and eliminates 29 other people. Literally, yes. eliminates 29 other people. I <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nia, ends, Nia Jax enters at number 30 but and is last eliminated. At the elimination chamber, the title match, uh, uh, the chamber matches for the title. Uh, Nia, uh, Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss are the last two left in. Bliss pleads with Nia not to do anything to her, but Nia goes to attack her. Bliss ends up poking her in the eyes, uh, finds a slash of chloroform that she planted under one of the cage grates, and <laughs> knocks Nia out. Because of all this, Angle ends up making a triple threat match at Mania. Nia Jax versus Asuka versus Alexa Bliss for the women's title which Asuka wins because nobody's ready for Asuka cool uh, no Ronda Rousey no Ronda Rousey in my booking in my, in my booking Ronda Rousey makes an appearance at the Rumble it's a one off one and done she comes back later on in NXT if she does actually want to do something cool right uh, where are we okay two of my matches are tying, and slightly intertwined but it's a short one for Doom so we'll skip this match next match Demon Balor versus Woken Matt Hardy. Oh, man. Yes. So Matt Hardy wins a feud against Sister Abigail, which they managed to drag out until the Elimination Chamber, uh, where we finally see Sister Abigail, which is interesting. Uh, the match is actually done at uh, via a video at the Hardy compound, a la Final Deletion. So we don't. it's not in front of the live crowd. Uh, which is how, how they get away with it. Uh, so Matt stands victorious over the once again drowned corpse of Sister Abigail. Um, so uh, while he's standing there, we just see the uh, a Balor Club graphic flash up on the screen and Gallows is standing behind uh, Matt Hardy, puts a bag over his head, video cuts off. Uh, next night, we get a promo from Balor where he talks about how the demon inside him has been speaking to him and says that his vessel is truly the most powerful, not Matt Hardy. Uh, he says he wants Matt to talk... Uh, Matt wants to talk about deletion. The Battle Club will show him the true meaning of the word. We're the true beings of power and dominance in WWE, and we'll show it at WrestleMania. Then comes the video of Matt tied up in the back laughing because they love to laugh. Uh, Gallows and Anderson are, are standing behind him, just cracking jokes against each other. One of them gets hit, hit in the head by Vanguard One, uh, or and the other one gets hit in the head by a shovel from Senor Benjamin. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's also there. Jeff's, Jeff's good again. Uh, I'm um, so happy they hired Senior Benjamin. In <laughs> so uh, Matt, Matt laughs again because he laughs and uh, says, How's Hardy accept your challenge? And we will delete the Balor Club from existence at WrestleMania. At the main match, Mania match, Balor's obviously all demoned up. Uh, the Good Brothers and the House Hardy at ringside. There's lots of interference and shenanigans all over the place, but the Balor Club come out with the win. I like it. Yep. Okay. Next up. Kurt Angle versus Jason Jordan. So, as I mentioned earlier, Jordan and Rollins lose the tag team titles to the bar. Jordan keeps asking Angle for more and more opportunities and keeps get, keeps getting different ones, but keeps losing the matches. 
Uh, eventually, Angle says, no, you're not getting any more opportunities. Jordan storms off. Angle then gets a mysterious text message uh, that he has a chat with Corey about because he loves doing that too. A uh, few weeks of this, as we did originally the first time around, uh, Jordan keeps asking Angle, what's all these texts you're getting? What, what's happening? And he's like, no, no, that's fine. Never mind. It's great. Um, so, but Jordan keeps looking more and more nervous. Uh, eventually, Angle calls Jordan into the ring and just says the words, I know. Jordan then just immediately attacks Angle uh, uh, after that, gets on the mic and said, I always wondered how long it would take for you to find out. Of course, I'm not your son, but you ate it all up, hook, line, and sinker. I went from insecurity on SmackDown to the biggest star on Raw, all because you couldn't keep it in your pants at college. No, you're not my dad. My mom would never be seen near a loser like you. You're just a washed-up husband who can't even stand up straight. Next week, <laughs> the next week it after... It was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> Ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> the next week, uh, Kirk comes back with, I'm a washed-up husband. Well, let's see how you feel after his washed-up husband kicks your ass at WrestleMania. So they face off at Mania. During the match at Mania, Triple H interferes and ends up costing Kurt the match, telling Kurt, it was me, Kurt. It was me all along. Uh, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jason Jordan and, and tri is on Triple H's payroll. They're all together going forward. But yeah, that's 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 that feud done. Um. So now this next booking is combining my thing for both the Intercontinental title and the Universal title because they're both kind of in the same storyline here. Um, so Lesnar retains at the Rumble, pinning Kane. Uh, Roman enters the Rumble at number 29 after losing the Intercontinental earlier Intercontinental title earlier in the night after interference uh, from the Miz Raj. So he loses the title to the Miz. Um, Braun enters at number 30. I may have given two people number 30 here, I just realized, but we'll work it out. Um, <laughs> Braun... <laughs> Braun enters at number 30 and completely clears out absolutely everyone in the ring winning the Rumble. So Braun wins the Royal Rumble. Uh, at Elimination Chamber, the match is for the title. Roman and Brock are the last two people left in the ring. Uh, so, uh, well, let me read this again. I think I messed this up. <laughs> uh, so Roman and Brock are the last people left in the ring. Yeah, Brock is the last person to enter the Rumble, so he's in the cage the last. Um, Roman eliminates The Miz. Uh, Brock eliminates Seth in quick succession, um, leaving two of them there. So while they're both still in the ring, we get a spear to Lesnar. Uh, then as the door is opening to let the Miz out, the Miz Taraj come down with with Paul Heyman and beat the, and they all beat the shit. Well, Paul doesn't, but the rest of them beat the shit out of Roman and Seth, which leads to a triple threat match at Mania for the Universal title, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman, and also leads to the Miz versus Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title. It's a little convoluted there, I just as I was reading it out. No, that's good. But uh, yeah, it, two fuse, you break it off, it, it all works. And you get rid of Miss Bar Division. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like that's, that covers my mania. Who wins? Looking. Oh yeah, I forgot to say that. Uh, Braun wins uh, the Yay! universal title, yeah. obviously, because it's, it's <laughs> Braun. And uh, Miz retains the IC title because it's the Miz. Awesome. That's what you think. <laughs> Steve, but not me, because I like Miz. But yeah, that's, nice. that's my like mania. It. So, Three of us ended up with the same Mania main event yep. in our bookings. Lesnar versus Roman versus Braun uh, versus Strowman. Strowman. Yep. It's the way to go. Uh, it has to be the way to is, go. Yeah. yeah. It's the only way. Um, Bro uh, Brock can lose then by not being pinned or whatever. Yep. And, and then he can ride off into the sunset, never to be seen again. Ever, ever, ever. Exactly. Hopefully. So, yeah. Um, that is pretty much the entire show then. Uh, Steve has disappeared. He uh, has been called to his home planet and is gone now. <laughs> so uh, 
that's probably it for the show. Anything else to add, boys? No breaking news elsewhere. What was this Osprey thing? Oh yeah, Osprey's apparently Allah all in. It looks like he's setting up a backyard show. I don't know where or how big this is, or if it's actually literally a backyard show, but apparently it's a real thing and it's happening. It'll need to be a big yard. It would. Well, whose oh. yard? I wonder. Will they need? Will they use? <laughs> also, this isn't breaking news. I just happened to spot it on Twitter as I was scrolling down. Uh, Someone, uh, Rip Rogers tweeted saying, the road to being a pro wrestling star is very, very tough. You'll suffer setback after setback. You'll be mocked and made fun of by your family and friends. You'll be broken in debt. You must train, diet, and practice daily to even have a chance. You in or you in or out. Finn Balor tweeted back saying, I'm all in. What? <laughs> <laughs> <Such a fucking laughs> troll. <laughs> Which the Young Bucks obviously retweeted with a, huh? Face. <laughs> Such a fucking troll. Such a troll. It's fantastic, though. Always do the opposite of what Finn says. <laughs> yep. Love it, though. So good. Cool. So that'll do us for another week. Um, but we will do our plugs here right now. Oh, hi, Mark. How are you? Uh, pretty good, I guess. What's gotten you down, champ? Ugh. I just I can't seem to find a website that just caters to my needs. Like I'm wanting wrestling, gaming, a bit of football coverage. I just have to go to so many different websites to try and get everything or deal with stupid clickbait. Hey lads, I have the same problem. I too want these things, but without all of the hassle of switching websites. If only there was a website that could cater to our extremely specific needs. Oh, oh look, a mysterious salesman. I can fix your problem, lads. I just need you to do one thing for me first. Neat, what do you need? I just need you to hold my stereo for me and press play. Gee golly gosh, mister, I can do that. Will I do it for you now? Yeah, or like... Press the fucking play button. For all your wrestling, football, and gaming needs, you should visit 2bitsports.com where you'll find full articles on numerous activities, including lists, podcasts, and opinion pieces. Also, if you are on the social medias, please check out 2-Bit Sports on Facebook at facebook.com slash 2BitSports. And on the Twitter machine, search 2-Bit Sports, or alternatively, twitter.com slash 2-Bit Sports, or twitter.com slash 2-bit wrestling or twitter.com slash 2-bit football on the youtube you will find us by searching 2-bit sports where you will find all of our library of podcasts on the wrestling well guys looks like we got our wish 2bitsports.com sure does sound perfect but like your man yeah but like what's the story with him just eavesdropping on a conversation like that the fucking weirdo yeah look he's over there bothering more people about 2bitsports.com now yeah I'm not gonna visit that 2bitsports.com site now what a dick yeah, fuck him wanker pints lads so that actually happened just right there and then we edited that all live and oh yeah definitely we just came back from the pub uh, with that <laughs> mysterious salesman <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. Uh, I could have a big announcement next week, boys. 
Ooh. Very big announcement. Oh, oh, oh. So I was going to save it. Do you know what? Fuck it. Fitz isn't here. What? What's he? He should have been here for this. So as of next week, all going well. You might have noticed the new music was there for a reason. Well, two reasons, but they all fed into one. So from next week's show, Saturday, the, it's the, the day before the Royal Rumble, I believe. Hmm. We will be on iTunes for Yay! all your downloading needs. <laughs> so, nice. Um, so, you know, just go and get the deposit for a house ready because you don't need to worry about money anymore. <laughs> there can't be too many wrestling podcasts on Apple iTunes, can there? No, never. Got the market wrapped but, up uh, here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a pretty solid idea. I don't think anyone's thought of it yet. Uh, so, yeah, wrestling podcast on iTunes. Hmm. Better believe it. Breaking ground, lads. A great year for the wrestling industry. Yeah. <laughs> Making her story, if you will. Did you see that tweet? Yeah. Uh, uh, let's not go there. I don't even want to go there. Don't uh, even want to go there. I don't have time for that. <laughs> so yeah. Um this week we'll be on YouTube and SoundCloud and all that sort of stuff. Next week, all going well. Um unless we're str- we we'll have to be marked as explicit, I assume. And I'll have to double check any of the cuts we use and all that, but I should be okay. Um so we'll still be on SoundCloud, still be on YouTube, and we'll also be on iTunes. At- Yay wrestling podcast so please when that happens we'll talk about it next week i don't know what you do you you comment or something or rate or review yeah i'll do the subscribe, podcast subscribe follow something whatever that yeah. thing is yeah. whatever jericho says at the end of his podcast do that for us do that, yeah. <laughs> do that. <laughs> i usually cut off when you can tell the ads are coming i'm like ah, that's that podcast finished uh, we'll <laughs> uh, yeah so thanks very much for listening downloading sharing all that sort of stuff. Press like on the damn video. Please, for the love of God, press like and share it with some friends. Lads, say goodbye, boys. Bye, boys. Give them away, toys. <laughs>